You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Previously on Star Raiders, you feel yourself awaken. You feel like yourself again. It is gone. This darkness within you. Thank you. I appreciate what you did for me. What you all did. Two days before they reach Absalom Station. Oh, oh my shit. gosh. What you're inferring from this is it's saying that it's some kind of gate. You think this might actually link up and be an entry onto the ship. Oh. Wow. So on your way back from the temple, you stop by the hive markets, do a quick little bit of shopping, and are you now planning on heading back to the Calderon estate? Before we left the temple, Bozen just stops before stepping out the door, mm-hmm. and he turns back and looks back at the, I don't know, I'm not a real church guy, so the altar? Yeah. Is that is that where, the, or the pulpit, or something, or like... The big display, the big Saren, Saren Ray display. Yeah, there's like the Saren Ray symbol is is at at the front, and you know, yeah, it's uh, it's almost on like Made a out dais. Of wood or stone it's a or neon something. sign. Flickering. <laughs> <laughs> Pray. Yeah. There's a there's a humble uh, effigy on a on a dais. On a dais, on a dais, on a dais. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Burzen turns back. Stares at the effigy for a few seconds, and then you notice as like the camera zooms in, he's got a, a symbol in his hand. He's pulled a, a chain out from underneath his shirt, and he's just kind of rubbing the this symbol of Saren Ray between his fingers. Mm. He just kind of nods, and then turns to leave. Yeah. Astra's walking out, um, rubbing her biceps, um, feeling real sore after holding that box. Holding the so box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn that prep. I'm just Better turning wait. to... Uh, Deacon turns to Sawbones. It's just like recounting everything. It's like, and then you all were there, and and you were all beams <laughs> of light. And then I said, oh, I said something so sweet to to Ferrari, and he was like, oh no, I'm a dream construct. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And then I shot him. It was crazy. Should have been there. I feel like you were. <laughs> Sounds we like you were all dreaming. Oh, uh, look, I, yeah, I nodded off for a little bit, and I saw some of what you're talking about, but yeah, it was yeah. like I was somebody else. It was really unusual. It was really strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but crazy. For the, for the last portion, you guys were uh, legitimately there. Like, your consciousness yeah, we, was crossed over mm, into that yeah. realm. We were, like, supporting supporting Deacon while he was... It, it was pa- crazy. power of friendship, right? Yeah. There was a whole fight sequence that, oh my God, if that were the final battle, that'd be I- interminable. <laughs> the amount of, times, <laughs> amount of times I rolled below a 20. It, w- it was awful. Uh, straight oh, up. I, hopefully you don't <laughs> have similar to. Similar to the last time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, similar. But but if, if it could feel longer when you wait, it, it felt, no, it, it was fun. It was it was epic. There was a pro- uh, well, puzzle solving element. Crazy. <laughs> Sound like you were really in your element there, Deacon. Great job. Thank, thanks, man. Still feels like when you're saying nice things, you're not saying nice things, like in sarcastic oh, no, I, a little bit. It, I, I mean it with the most amount of genuineness that I can muster while <laughs> using this voice. Are you still okay. yeah, I, I guess it's the voice that just alters it. <laughs> what are you trying to say about my voice, what? guy? You're the one that said it, buddy. Anyway, I've been accused of being sarcastic my whole life. Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> and you guys head out into the dusty street. You make way back to the car via the hive markets, a little bit of shopping, pick up a few essentials for well, what might be a one-way trip. Yeah, we, we did some shopping off-air, and we loaded up on some healing serums. Finally. Oh, baby. <laughs> Soulbones has got like 10 Mark II ceiling serums. Heal- yeah. Ceiling serums? Ceiling heroes. Yeah. Ce- yeah. yeah. I like heroes. to think I've got them in like a bandolier, like just sure. vials yeah. of like like of them all but, here. But it's like um, a bandolier you can I just mean, like strap straight onto the load into your pistol <laughs> and just like rapid fire them out. I mean I always pictured Sawbones with like a bandolier yeah. of vials. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred so. percent. 
Yeah. They just um, start clear, and as I like wave my hand over them, they're changing different colors as they're coming yeah. out of the gun. Yeah. That's cool. I um yeah, Burzen Burzen picked up a synaptic accelerator Mark II. Mm-hmm. Which uh, that sounds I very put cool. into I put into strength if I'm going to be using this uh, sintered throne blade. Which well, you're which better just, now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you put so I've got a plus six to hit with this thing now with my 14 strength. But mm-hmm. when I rage and use my cloak, I get a plus four on top of that. So I'll be hitting with a plus 10. Fucking Ooh, there look you out, go. Xander Calderon. You just got to hit now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Mari. <laughs> but good point. <laughs> I encourage everyone to go to Will's RS so we can take care of our last will and te- testaments. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it online, but it's using it'll yeah. be using our. Um, you can, our but it's way names. better in person. You know that that face to face. That's what it's all about. Hi. I don't have anything to so you're looking to for a will. Let's go through every item yeah. individually. Oh, oh no! Is this program being made by a, a gnome? No, oh, I'm real. Here, you can touch me. Wait, are, are oh, my you belly. A gnome? It tickles when you do. Oh, all right, no, so we're no reporting thanks. this gnome immediately, right? For, <laughs> for sexual harassment. Oh, they can't catch me. I'm too wily. Are you sure you want to do this? We recorded all of that. You, you've just you just admitted to everything. <laughs> he disappears. He runs away. <laughs> Classic. Just Classic Starfinder, am I right? Classic Starfinder. <laughs> you guys head back to the car and the door opens up when you know you kind of get close you've got the you know the 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 key with you uh, keyless entry sort of thing like you know modern cars have and uh yeah you jump in and you are heading back to the estate now hell yeah, yeah. i think yeah. so Bozen gets sure. in he's like wow it's so much more spacious without those wall rugs or, and floor rugs. <laughs> yeah, you're going to lift the seats back up. The back. <laughs> Clip them back together. It takes like five minutes to work out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to like flip and rotate the seats around so they're yeah. facing the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys make the trip back. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to, Burzen would like to just like check the skies or as we come up the driveway to the estate, just see if anything's changed or if he can, if he notices any movement around the place, anything like that. Okay, make a perception check. That's a 15. Things look as they did before. It's pretty quiet there. I mean, you guys got up in the morning, so I'd say it's probably, you know, mid midday sort of thing, maybe just around lunchtime. Looks clear, guys. I, yeah. I, I was checking it out. <laughs> Looks good. Let's go. Got this, uh Got this show on the road. Me. We're off the road. Ship. Me. <laughs> Shit. Me. Shit. Me. Shit. Me. Shit. Me. Shit. Me. Shit. Me. Shall we take some bread rolls in case we get hungry? We can like carve off a bit of the ship and then put it, put it in the, oh in the sandwich. Yeah. I feel oh like God. it's got yeah. to be multi-purpose, it. right? Jeez. It probably won't be any worse than that paste that you shite thing they no, stuff hey, in your face all the time, Burzum. That That is a great protein and carbohydrate and it's great for mosquito bites okay oh hi <laughs> maybe we need we to get use more it to, of that where we're going we can use it to hang those wall paintings as well as stick it use it as glue mm-hmm. oh hey it's, it's the food of a thousand uses right <laughs> it forms a gel or a skin when it's exposed to air for too long you can just cover your face Peel in it off. paint it and you can have a new face <laughs> or maybe we could leave some out to harden and then use that as bread to eat the meat chip with. Hey, if, if that's what you're into, I'm just, I'll just eat the paste, okay? Fair, fair. You never know, the meat chip might be like a great delicacy. We may solve world hunger you know, on the way through here. I mean, the meat chip's probably made from people. You, you do understand this, right? <laughs> well... I, are they really people? Like I thought it, they kind of went through a process <laughs> oh. and they were kind of like munched down. Like, isn't it just like the genetic material? I leave of, the car I don't at know. this moment. It's like chicken nuggets. I, I'm <laughs> done with like chicken nuggets, you know. I just <laughs> drop and roll too. <laughs> with with yeah. the eating the meat shit conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Astra, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> what is, we're out. <laughs> what's going on there? 
Alright. So you can tell Sawbones is like quite happy with this idea and he's like pocketed he's pocketed some mustard on the way through the kitchen to like put on this meat chip sandwich. (laughs) And you know you know it's the good mustard too. It's that real good like the hot stuff. uh, Yeah. The grape upon. The grape (laughs) upon. Do you have any grape upon? Alright, you guys park up the car and head back inside. What would you like to do? Uh, spend a bit of time on Banshee repairing. This is what I need to do. Otherwise, uh, I'll have trouble. Mm-hmm. It takes a really long time. Okay, so what are we? What are we talking here? Like, what are we? Where are we at, health-wise? Because as we know, health doesn't automatically recover with a long rest. It did not. Yeah, but I mean, Burzen's down three hit points. Okay, Astra. So Banshee is currently hit twelve hit points. I think of um, how many? Of fifty. Um, yeah, so Banshee's wow. not looking great, but better than debt. So um, that's not too bad. And I, I don't know. <laughs> A stray bullet would yeah, pretty well. Off. Oh, man, wait, that suck. And I'm down four hit points. Um, what's uh, what's Sawbones sitting at HP-wise? Sawbones really is yeah, pretty one. good. So I'm 34 out of 38. Okay. So all you guys are all pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Banshee's looking at it about not good. a fifth. Yeah, I'd love to be able to repair it faster, but like even if I was to sit for twenty-four hours, it doesn't make any difference unless he's completely boned. It seems. Oh well, let's destroy Banshee. Oh, <laughs> we should totally have him, done right? that. Ah, we didn't think that good through one. very well, did we? Good one, mm. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be yeah, twenty-four hours of uninterrupted yeah. work as well. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, well. I guess it really depends on how much you you want Banshee to be an effective member of the of the unit, like a fair bit. Because you guys, <laughs> ideally, yeah, a hundred percent would be fabulous. Well, but like, yeah, well, you got to remember he's got a cloaking field, and he's going to be fully ranged, right? It's not like he's going to be now getting into is, things' yeah. faces. So, uh, like, really, you could have him not do anything for a round, go invisible, and then then like spring it on someone. Yeah. Can can <laughs> multiple people with engineering work on him simultaneously? To no. no, it's a mechanic thing, not an engineering yeah. thing. Is this a new day since when we brought him back, or is it not? So this is the the yeah. following. So uh, then I can cast mend, mending yeah, again, mend him again on him. Yeah, yeah you'd need to yeah. uh, wait a little bit. So Ben, are you crafting these spell gems as well? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that takes two hours each. Mm-hmm. So, right, like I said, it's about midday, one o'clock sort of thing. So, by the time you're done with the spell gems, uh, you could then cast Mending again on Banshee, which would be an additional 1d4. Okay. Ooh. It's only 1d4. It's so is, rough. Is there like a thing where if you take him to a workshop or something, you can repair him quicker or some shit like no. that? No. They really like hampered this shit, haven't they? Yeah, there's a mechanic feat that I could take where he mends 25% of his hit points instead of 10% of his hit points, but I didn't take that. There's a spell I, I could have learned that makes him pretty much whole, but it's like a whole third, a second level spell oh, like entirely yeah. just to benefit. Yeah, no, it, no. Yeah. It's okay. He, he'll, he'll hopefully survive with his cloak and his range. Fingers crossed. So now you have additional options being that it is the next day. You can actually take a, like as a part of a short rest, you can do repairs to Banshee to repair 10% mm-hmm. of his HP. And then if you wanted to, you could spend a resolve point to give an additional. Oh, I'm 10%. totally doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a good that deal. That is a wow. good deal. So. Alternatively. Let him die. There we go. If you wanted to wait till tomorrow. Sure, I'll let everybody work on him, and he'll go back to full HP. Yeah, but then wait, we've only we've literally got if one we wait day, until tomorrow, we've got one day to like try yeah, and take nah, down the Harbinger. Yeah, it's a trap. Also, may, also like character-wise, I feel like itching for a fight. Yeah, yeah like I feel cool. like we're probably gonna need two days to do this. Go, 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 go. Who needs stamina anyway, right? Go. Do you want me to roll it? it? Yes, please. <laughs> Hurry up. Do it. Do it. <laughs> roll. All right, that's a three. Oh, that's, that's good. good. That's, that's good. Right. Okay, that's so that's 13, twenty-three that's hit points. Thirteen. Yeah, tw- that's twenty. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're right. Twenty percent of fifty is definitely yeah. ten. That's thirteen. Okay. Okay. Burzen spends like he spends an hour 
using the synaptic accelerator and he just it's like a, a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde thing where his muscles just like start getting huge oh he's wow he just starts getting ripped <laughs> <laughs> he's punching a wall and starts cracking under the force <laughs> <laughs> swinging the sword around he takes his armor off and he's just got his shorts on and then he's got the cloak on so he's, he goes he looks full barbarian he's swinging his sword around just getting a feel for it it's really mm-hmm. cool it's really it's really macho <laughs> What a man! Just like out in the, the out in the biodome, with the food goop, with the tree. No, he doesn't have a food goop. This time. he's used it all. He's hey, all and right. his skin, his skin looks amazing oh. from the food from the goop. It's <laughs> no healed up all those sign mosquito of mosquitoes. Bites. Yeah, healed them all up with no problems. He wore it as like a face mask overnight. <laughs> the cucumbers on the eyes as well. <laughs> so pretty. He's so he's glowing. From the cloak and the the accelerator, he's he's not sweating. He's just glistening. He looks like he looks like he's an oiled up Conan, the barbarian, <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, chopping down trees in the biodome with one fell swoop. Ah! Ah! So pretty, but they must die. Yeah, I can totally see you just hacking yeah, down I the am, one I remaining am really forest. Really pretty, right? <laughs> yeah, the only <laughs> the only forest on Akaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's going to cost you a resolve point. Please make sure you track that. I am removing it now. The best part of my resolve right now is that I have seven points. Yeah, same. <gasps> yeah. I have nine. Well, I have eight now. I have nine as well. Uh, a last, while we're on the talk of mechanical things as well, I know everybody's got like you know weapons and items and stuff coming out their ears. Just make sure they are equipped or unequipped properly. Uh, so anything that is not on your person must be stowed in your backpack because, you know, we do use encumbrance rules. You know, you just have to be aware of how many weapons are on your person because uh, if you wanted to, say, switch in combat or anything, then you'd need to draw it uh, if it was not on your person. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to Dan. Because, yeah. <laughs> we got three melee weapons, a rifle and a sidearm. I still haven't done a melee attack. <laughs> I haven't done a melee attack this whole campaign. Well, if you don't need that knife anymore, I'll take that kick-ass knife. <laughs> that yeah, knife sure. Is. I'll give you the tactical knife, but I'm going to take the... Um, oh, you're going to give me a backup melee? I've got hmm. I've got the sentinel spear as well. <laughs> oh my Jesus God. Christ. I'm going to take the cold fusion out of it and put it into the, the thrown blade, though. Okay. Do, does Astra have any time spare? Or did she spend like her entire time slot? Tell me what you'd like to do, Murray. Well, I feel like th- this is the ideal time to be spending time with Desna and, and sitting down and just trying to align. Now that we've got all of the facts about Glonder and having seen the depictions in the, the, like, the glyphs of what their plan was, to sort of like communicate that as best I can to her and see if she can guide me in some way. Give me an idea of, well, if she has any, like, insight into what to do or how to do it. Or if she has, like, some cool people mm-hmm. or butterflies or something that she wants to send in and, like, <laughs> help us. You know, that'd be cool, too. Maybe you got you some know? friends that can oh, hang yeah. with my friends, oh, you know. Oh, Desna, be cool. I love you so much, Desna. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind just yeah. uh, giving us some giving us some <laughs> divine intervention on this next mission that we uh, t- undertaking to take out Glounder, your biggest enemy. <laughs> I do declare I need some divine intervention. That's the one. I mean, she is a southern belle, isn't she? She is, yeah. yep. <laughs> Wave that white handkerchief and pray away. Uh, no, so you, you do pray. It doesn't take you as long. Like, repairing Banshee is a fairly quick thing yeah. for you to do. And you guys do have, like I said, you do have a few hours to do this. You know, you're waiting for the mending mm. spell. Uh, Deacon's crafting these spell gems or infusing them. Burzen is outside, uh, you know, <laughs> practicing. I guess, I'm guessing, like, is it like blood sport? No, no. And he's up it, on the peak like, in Hong Kong and he's just it's like, like in Conan the Barbarian, where he's like, he's like swinging okay. the sword around out, out on the beach. It's like that. Right. Sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's like a, there's like a mini beach in the yeah, bio. There's like a waterfall <laughs> and a, it's a nice little lake with a sandy beach on it. 100%. Cut yeah. down bamboo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the caretaker comes out. Ah, oh, my bamboo! <laughs> oh, my precious yeah, antique! It takes a long time to cultivate bamboo. Oh, it's from Castrovel. <laughs> Castrovelian bamboo. They don't grow it anymore. Oh no! Oh, oh you've killed it. Oh, my oh. retirement bamboo. <laughs> oh, you were gonna use that, huh? Sorry. <laughs> he cries and runs away. <laughs> okay. 
Burson just like you know, goes and hides behind the waterfall. <laughs> uh, you find some treasure. Oh! <laughs> Always look behind the waterfall. Always. Yeah. So, Murray, you're praying, looking for a bit of guidance from Desna. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and give me a, a D100 roll? Okay, 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 okay. Please be whatever I need. I don't know if I need ups or downs. Please <laughs> be uh, whatever I need. <laughs> well, done. I got a zero, zero, and a four. So you can't get much lower than that. Oh, so you got an actual four. Jesus. I got an actual four. <laughs> okay, so you you spend some time praying to Desna. Mm-hmm. After a few hours have passed, maybe you pop down into the kitchens, got a little bit of a bite to eat as well. You guys all meet in Xander Calderon's office, kind of just standing around this gate, knowing that it will take you on this journey to Harbinger. You have to activate it, which you haven't done yet, and then, as far as you know, step into it. You turn it on? Yeah, we turn yeah. it on. Turn it on! Fortune favors the bold. As a group, we all push the button yeah. together. <laughs> four fi- four yeah. fingers. Yeah. Me. <laughs> and we all go to Me. press it. Shit. And like, just, it just says, and she comes in and just goes, doink, straight underneath. Yeah. It says, input error, because there's too many people <laughs> touching the screen. <laughs> oh, it's a touch screen, yeah. It's got no idea what, which one yeah. to go with. Uh, no, you turn it on, and you hear this kind of mechanical hum as it's, you hear it charging up. And then there's this, kind of vertical blue flash and then it just shoots out into a spherical shape and it's this almost electric looking like sphere that's gently humming atop this platform it's about three feet in diameter um three feet can sawbones reaches up and you see the tendrils extend from the end of his fingers and he just sort of wants to put the probes through the sphere to see if there's what it picks up on the other side. I'm imagining it's like a stargate. Basically just wanting to check we're not going to walk into like a vacuum or a poisonous atmosphere. Sure, sure. You put these little electronical tentacle things go out and as they touch this sphere there's this bright flash as Sawbones is drawn into it. Oh! Insta-touch. Guys, come and get me! He (laughs) disappears before he has a chance to call for help. (laughs) Time to shish this kebab as I jump in. Off we go. Come on, Banshee. Bozen just looks around like, yeah, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) He says to no one. (laughs) Leave me behind, okay? Okay, I'm only the one that's going to be swinging a sword. (laughs) Sawbones, in the instant that you touched this thing you felt this cold feeling throughout your entire body you saw these like strange colors and shapes as reality started to warp around you for an instant and then you find yourself in an extremely dark room it's cold and you can hear the hum of engines and this room is just lit up by this flash of blue and then it's dark again is there anything else in the room? Or is it just a big empty room? What kind of vision does Sawbones have? Dark vision, black and white only. Okay. The light in here would be classified as dim light. So you sh- you can see. So it- it's kind of like, well, I guess almost like moonlight. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, like you can see better than your average better than the average person i whip out my injector pistol just to have it ready yeah yeah as you're looking around you can see that uh, the first thing you you feel is this kind of dampness in the air it's it's a lot more humid than it was uh, in the in the mansion uh probably even closer to what the temperature usually was in the biodome when it was operating at its full capacity. It's a roughly body temperature. Oh, it's going to be all <laughs> sure. sweaty and gross and Moist in and yeah. body temperature in a meat ship. Yeah. It's like 30, 30, yeah. between 34 to 38 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and as you're looking around, there's a maybe a few little ambient lights and things like that, little dials or red 
dots, that sort of thing. And it almost looks like as if the walls are glistening a little bit. Mm. Are they kind of breathing? They're like they're breathing. No sooner do you notice this than there's another bright flash. And Deacon appears next to you. Oh, hello, Deacon. Nice to nice you followed me through. I was quite worried for a second there that uh, I'd fucked it up somehow, you know. Hey, man, <laughs> we're going to back you up. I appreciate it. Now, I can't see shit, but <laughs> I can I can hear your thoughts, I telepathically say to him. <laughs> Astra, Banshee. Zoom, zoom. Banshee, you okay? Well, we're okay. It's just us in this room. And just you sort of see Sawbones like walk over to the nearest wall and just sort of touch it. And uh, is there any cover or anything in this room, Tom? Like, I'm just trying not to be standing in front of the machine like an idiot. Sure, and yeah, then, you, yeah. then you hear, <laughs> make, make way for Bozen! And everyone roll a reflex save. He <laughs> <laughs> tumbles through. Oh, no. Don't okay. do it. So as everybody lands in Sawbones, you've walked up. This all happened fairly quickly, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. you know, my description takes a certain amount of time, but... The reality is Deacon was quite... He was behind you quite quickly. Yeah, seconds, right? So, as everybody's starting to appear and you've taken your first steps forward... Uh, sorry, you said you have low light, right? D- uh, me, dark vision. Oh, okay, yeah, great. Burzen has low light vision. I can see in dim light as if it were normal. Jealous? Is everyone jealous? As can I. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you take a few steps forward, you can see that you're in a circular room. In the middle, I mean, it, it's it's not similar to what you stepped through, this gate. There just seems to be an area, like a circular area, where you appeared from. But there's no glowing blue sphere or anything like that. And as you move up to the walls, get a much closer look at them, yeah, you can see that they are almost glistening. And it's a little bit slick, maybe. Oh, no. And it, it's not that it's alive, but uh, this isn't the regular starship hull. Pulsing. This is something... Yeah, this this is definitely living up to its name of being some kind of biological mm. ship. A meat ship, if you will. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh, Sawbones, um, Sawbones can't <laughs> resist the temptation, and you just see him reach out and lick the wall. <gasps> um, what does it taste like? <laughs> Fortitude save. Okay. Tastes like You're death. about to die. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it tastes like a fortitude save. <laughs> Can the ship like a roll a sense save. motive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It a senses good, a, a very lick? sensual motive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ship and I are going to get real acquainted. <laughs> snarsberries taste like snarsberries. Oh, meat man. chips taste like. Give it a meat chips. Uh, I'm not kidding. Give me a fortitude save. Uh, it was a 14 on the dice for a total of six, uh, 20. Oh, wow. Okay. It's it's warm, slimy, and bitter. Ooh. Bitter. Oh, bitter. Almost like a like a metallic bitter metallic. Bitter is taste. usually an indicator mm. of poison. It is, yeah. So like liver, like it's kind of got a livery vibe. <laughs> oh wow. Look, man, I'm not I'm not getting into this. This is so disgusting. Go, with bacon and, and onion. That's what oh I'm thinking. Take, take your take your English it, awful no, eating shit. It's it's and bitter and off. disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> it's filth. Can we go eat some haggis, mate? Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, nah. Haggis is all right. But, okay, so you've done that. <laughs> uh, and everybody else is also in this. Everybody else is also in this room. Tom hates, you can do Tom hates stuff yeah. if you want. to do that. Uh, I'd like to do a perception to see if there's yeah. like some sort of... Uh, I'm looking mechanic computer interfaces and stuff, like trying to work out if there's a way to get mm-hmm. through doors or if there is a door or if we're literally sealed in a room of slimy, gross, bitter stuff. Burzen's Bur- looking for cameras, doors, yep. places to hide, all kinds of shit. All right, I'm with you. <laughs> sure, cardboard boxes. So right now you're just in this spherical room and you can see that on one end, on one side kind of like behind where you guys so if you turned around you can see that there is a door mm. there give me a perception check for all the other stuff oh, another Ooh. six okay that is 15 a 20 oh god six 16 uh 28 jesus and this room is quite bare it's not a large room it's maybe 30 feet across oh so it's not a big room and there are there's no computer interfaces in this in here yeah, so this is—it's just like an entryway. It's like it's, 
a foyer. The teleport room. The vestibule. The entry port. So on the map that we got of the um, the ship downloaded from um, mm-hmm. the office space, did it have like a... a Good movie. A map layout, like a room by room. You are here. here. And then walking through to the the areas. Like, was that in part (laughs) of the (laughs) the Bluetooth? There's a thing that just says Xander Calderon is here. Yeah. Yeah, it's flashing light. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you guys guys do have the schematics. Okay, so compared to where we... Like, do we know where we are and what this leads out to? Okay, so looking at this... uh, I mean, you've got a pretty high passive computer skill anyway. So I'll say if you just take a minute to look at this, you can interpret it. And you can see that where you've arrived is on a lower level at the rear of the ship. Okay. There's a passageway that leads out and that next section is labeled as having some of these biopods in there. And it's connected to many, many more. Uh, would we know a route up to, you know, main deck? Bad guys area? <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a secret There's a secret <laughs> vent and you guys must <laughs> no, 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 no. go straight there. Like, <laughs> do we have to go pass through the no, biopods in order to get there? Or is there like a particular route? Yeah, so this is the only way out of this area is through to there. I mean, yeah, we want to kill Coldiron, but shouldn't we like try to scupper the ship? Like take out the, the engines or something? Yes. Yes, we need to stop it from getting to the um, its destination. To ideally. Absalom. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if we do that, they'll repair it. And they'll kill us and repair it. Like, I don't disagree, but also it's it's like a temporary setback. You want to stop it. You got to stop. Yeah, stop the people giving orders. Do we uh, know how many people are on this ship? Did we find so that out? So, well, we, yeah. No. No. Do we have a sense of how many people it could are we talking like a thousand person starship, like the Enterprise, yeah, right. or are we on like mm-hmm. 30 people in a fucking bird of prey sort of vibes? You don't know what the living complement or unliving complement oh. of this ship is. Yeah, so we know that the, there should be some Eoxian, like, priestess well, people. Well, there could be. Well, like bone sages. Well, that's what. Yeah. Bone sages. Maybe, that's do they one. sleep, do you reckon, the Eoxians? Do they sleep? Being undead? Yeah. Not, yeah, you know, like, do they need, sleep. like, sleeping quarters and shit? Or are they all well, just, like... I guess, like, I mean, Dracula sleeps, so maybe. Dracula <laughs> sleeps? I, I, believe they, I don't yeah. believe they sleep. Bloody Draculas. That's why they're so productive, man. Hey, when you think about it, not sleeping is a real, like, space saver. Like, you could fit so many more people on a starship not needing mm. them to have beds it, yeah. and stuff. Especially if you didn't have to mm. eat. I mean, you could, but you could make and it so much more life for your schedule. So much easier. Oh, I know. Yeah. True. It's always on. Yeah. The the sort of like workers' mm-hmm. union would have a hard time convincing you know people not to work <laughs> more than eight hours a day, right? Like, if well, like mean, if you don't have to sleep, rest, right? Yeah. Yeah, you need a night as well. The W, the undead union. Not a lot union. of work-life balance. Yeah. <laughs> but then, how? Well, you mean work-on-life balance, right? Because <laughs> true. Like, how much enjoyment? Do they are have you to really exercise getting? and shit? They probably don't even need no, to do they, that or well, eat. Their muscles, really? don't, their muscles don't atrophy or get bigger surely right <laughs> but do you think downtime is important for their <laughs> mental health and stuff though still or like no. are they getting burnt out because they're working like 20 hours a day or whatever <laughs> but, they don't, but they don't get tired like hey we could talk about the philosophies of undead <laughs> <laughs> workers rights for till the cows come up till dracula rises mate <laughs> was, Dr- was dracula undead yes yes like very oh, clearly, classic undead. Yeah, he, he's oh, the gosh. undead. He, yeah. So, what are you doing? You find yourselves in this circular yes. room. Well, we perceived nothing but, but doors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but seriously, like the ship itself mm. is like like a kilometers long ship, or is it like a a frigate sort of thing? Like halfway between like a frigate and a capital ship sort of thing. So it's it's extremely large. So you, we would probably need like a cart, an Austin Powers cart to get around the place with any kind of speed. When we look at this map, are we able to, to identify any critical areas? Like unlife support or fucking engines, engineering. Unlife support. <laughs> medical bay, like any of that stuff. Uh, sure. In the port and starboard sides and towards the rear where these uh, biopods are situated. Below you as well on a lower deck is where the engineering slash engine room is right at the front of the ship is the bridge but that's also where you saw this 
massive power, this summoning gate portal thing. Yeah. Because, like, that's what I'm saying. If we're closer to engineering, we could at least do some damage, if not catastrophic damage, then at least some damage, draw some of their forces there. I might be wrong, but I'm thinking, like, the ship is big enough that we could essentially escape through another area and evade the security forces that come and try and stop us Mm. and then make our way to a different part of the ship. So Mm. then instead of just going to where this massive concentration of power is and attacking it straight on, we could cause some confusion and then attack them when they're, like, misdirected, right? Mm. I think that's a very good plan, Dan. Is there some kind of conveyance that gets around the ship? Are we... Do we know that at all? Or is it just you walk around? That's a very good question. Not that is shown on these schematics. Okay, cool. I feel like we're walking, right? We don't want to be like on the fucking public bus, you know? Mm. <laughs> we just go past we go past <laughs> a bunch of undead going the other way. So, oh hey guys. <laughs> um, so just just quickly as well, you know, what I will say is as you do look at these schematics and you had before this doesn't look like a regular starship and the normal things that a normal starship would have. And, I mean, you know this to be a fairly single-purpose ship. Yeah, create more meat people. Okay. Well, I think we should do that. I think we should go and create a diversion, attempt to slow them down from their destination, and then sort of create a bit of a, you know, distract and attack type strategy. Divide and conquer sort of stuff. So Burzen's going to go to the doorway and draw his advanced plasma bolter and, like, sure. open the door and just he's going to peek out. Sure, okay. And, yeah, the door opens up. You look down and it is a long hallway. It's similarly lit out in this hallway. It's fairly dim light in there. You can't really see anything. This hallway seems clear, guys. All right. Do we have an idea of which way we would go to get to the lower deck? Or we're really just taking a guess to go left or right. We do have the schematic for the ship, so... We do. Cool. So if you'd like to spend some more time studying the schematics to plot out a route, you could do that. Sure. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. Who's got the map? Who, who's got the we map? We all do. Oh. Oh, okay. Silly me. It was downloaded onto the yeah, little, like, wrist Personal thing. computer thing. Google, all right, yeah, so we're going to pop the map open and go, like, which way to, to the engine room. <laughs> You are here. Let's see which way we would go to get down to engineering or to the engine bay or whatever. Yeah. And start heading that way. Maybe look for another room we can duck into or something along the way. Little ducky side room on the way. Yeah. Because like, again, if if there's any kind of sensor that sets off when someone comes through the portal, they know someone's here. Yeah. 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 Cool. can we, as we're traveling yeah. stealthily, can um, I also keep an <laughs> eye out for any vents or hidey holes or like little areas we could duck off to the side? Alcoves. Sure. Niches. So if Niche. everybody's moving stealthily, then I'll need stealth checks from everybody, please. Okay. Oh, that's another fucking six. This dice can fuck off. 21. 19. 27. Oh. And Banshee got 14. Okay. Mark, if you're perceiving while you're moving, you can make a perception check, but you can, you're can going to take a minus four to that. Well, it was a natural 20 for a 32 <laughs> minus four. So 28. So 28. Uh, no, you don't see any vents or anything in this hallway. Okay. Cool. Any cameras or sensors or something as we're moving along? Like traps? <laughs> I mean, those, that, you're talking about three separate yeah. perception checks. Um, Would you like one, to make like, them, please? Burzen wants to just look up in the corners to see if there's any cameras. Okay, yeah, a glance up doesn't reveal any cool. his cameras. Cool, well, we head on down the road. Okay, you get to the end of this hallway. It's maybe 20, 30 meters long sort of thing. It's, it's quite a long hallway. Yep. And there is a, another door with a similar button on the side, same as the one you saw before. All right. Well, off to the side. Um, everybody out of the way, out of the way. It's quite a thin hallway. You're not going to be able to get as much cover yeah. as you did before. Okay. Well, I'm going to push the button anyway. I mean, we've got to just, go through. Yeah, two, Weapons drawn. Two on either side, two on either side, just hugging mm-hmm. the wall. Just so we, like they t- can't open fire directly into us as the door opens. Mm-hmm. 
if there's yeah. anyone in okay. there. Chang, you open the door, and the dim light is suddenly interrupted by this kind of eerie green glow. Ooh, gross! And these strange, almost bubbling sounds and blah, blah, blah. As you look through the door, you can see the walls are stacked high, lined almost as far as you can see with these green biopods. Wow. Can we see what's in the biopods? Have to go up and inspect them, I'd say. So at this distance, it's kind of just like a Mm. green haze. Mm. Yeah, is it? person just wants to peer in, see if there's any movement, any shadows moving around past these green lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perception check. That's a 21. Doesn't look like there's anything in this immediate area. Cool. Is there any, like, computer interface, like what they have on cryopods and stuff that you could go up and interact with? Or it's just literally just, like, what am I seeing? It's almost like a, like an egg shape that's been cut in half. And the, the bottom half of this thing looks similar to the ship walls. It looks like it's biological. And then the top has a, a slight yeah, like the, uh, convex like shape to dome it. dome thing on it, yeah. yeah. And you can see this green haze within it. At this distance, you can't see any kind of interface. Okay. Should we press on? Yeah. Burzen looks at everyone. It looks clear, guys. Let's go. And, like, gives them the, the move-in hand motion. The Like, these pod... Are they pod things? They're, like, roughly humanoid-size-looking things? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, perhaps slightly larger. Yeah. Mm. So you'd like to go right up to these things? Yeah. As you get closer, you can see that there is a dark shape. Ooh. within mm. one of these embryo style this is like their army or some shit and there's like this is a massive room like a Indiana Jones type warehouse sort of thing it's kind of like the Matrix pods yeah, yeah. That, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like that sort of vibe mm. so and they're these like stacked up everywhere against the walls mm-hmm. and yeah yeah okay yeah. Wow. and it's like rows of them going down into this room yes yeah, mm. yeah. dude this is creepy as shit <laughs> yeah. mm. Can I spend a little bit of time with the biopod pod? Um, I want to use my custom micro lab to try to like scan it and kind of identify the creature that's inside. Sure. Your micro lab does uh, physical science, is that correct? If the, it does living and unliving creatures. Nice. So it does both a life science and physical science depending on if it's living or unliving. You still need to roll a check, though, right? Or I do. Or does it just automatically do this? No, no, I need to roll a check. Okay, well then, grab that dice, buddy. <laughs> roll that puppy. Roll away. <laughs> uh, it was only a seven, but I've got a... Plus, plus 30. 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can attempt this check untrained, and you always treat your die roll result as a 20. Sorry, so I didn't even need to roll the die. It was. Jesus. It should be a 33 or 32 okay. or something. 35, sorry. Yeah, you like you, you because the the skin on this is quite hazy. You don't really have a clear picture of what this is. But what I will say is the shapes plural that you see once you start studying this moving inside of this look they look vaguely humanoid in shape in that there's a a body, yeah. two arms, two legs. But there's multiple of them inside one pod. Yeah. Ooh. At least this one. Mm. Are they smaller than a human and there's multiple in there or? Mm. There's, there's so in there. Yeah, <laughs> like tadpoles. Like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, these things, that, like this pod is, is quite large. So it's it's like larger than, say, a large human would be. Like a vesk could lie down in there quite comfortably. Yeah, okay. okay. And these shapes are the size of maybe Astra. Mm. So yep. like five and change. Yeah. So, yeah, like not big humanoids. Yeah, kind of skinny. Can I try and identify what these pods are or like the make of them or something? Uh, sure. Sure you can. I've got a sneaking suspicion I know what they are or at least okay. who might have made them. You can uh, give me a, maybe a culture check. So 23. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it looks similar in make to some of the Eoxian yeah. stuff you've seen before. Like, like you've had you've had plenty of run-ins with Eoxians, yep. and this looks similar to their stuff. You, you can't say if it is exactly. Yeah, because Daniel knows that they like <laughs> they do vat-grown 
fucking augments and stuff like that. Like they make this stuff and they sell it. Mm-hmm. So what's to say that they can't do the same and make actual ambulatory creatures or mindless creatures or something? Mm. Yeah. Um, you talking about necrografts? Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like they and they like they take people and turn them into undead th- like ghouls and zombies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Again, what's it like cuz they've got these biovat things. What's to say they're not just like creating an army that way? Mm. Like from the from the biomass that they've cultivated. Yeah, like uh, and yeah, like I'm sure Bozen would know some at least some mm-hmm. of that, if not all of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's kind of the long and short of what you guys got before. A lot of these things pipe into different areas of the ship. Right, and yeah, like they're stacked up like a warehouse sort of thing. Like this place is mm-hmm. crazy, mm. and like this room is massive. Yeah, it's like if we keep looking down, like it goes past our dark vision or our low light vision or whatever. I think a few of you can actually see as if it were a normal light. Yeah, yeah. So the length of this one is easily, you know, fifty meters long. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. It, like they're they're stacked probably eight high. Hmm. And they're fairly close to each other. You know, a person can walk in between them. Yeah, there's them. like col- yeah, rows between them all. Yeah. So it's like it's literally like being in a warehouse full of these things. Mm. Yeah. And we've just walked in. Like, we've essentially walked into the door and gone to, like, the first group of them that we've seen. That's Looking correct. Looking down, down these rows, is there, are there breaks in them? Can we see down to the, any other doorways down the end of these rows? Like, is it five rows across? You can just walk, like, look down all of the aisles and see what's going mm. on. Well, looking at the schematics before, you know that this is just one of these areas that houses these. Oh, shit. And there, there are more to the port and starboard side. Oh, they're, like, they're going to crash into Absalom and just unleash all of yeah, these fucking creatures on bits. the place. Yeah, fuck. Mm. That's, yeah, we need to stop them from getting to Absalom. Well, yeah, like... Can we unplug like, yeah. these things? Like, is that, that a thing? Can we turn some of them off? Or can we rig it so that they can turn off? Like, is there, like, big power cables hanging out? Flesh cables <laughs> that yeah. plug into <laughs> tendrils. Plug. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just turn the switch off. Oh, okay, well, yeah. there you go. that was easy. Oh, no, our <laughs> secret plan. If only we had had backup power cables. <laughs> yeah, I told you you should have sprung for the generator. <laughs> <laughs> the generator was too much, Barry. I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're Sandra Calderon. <laughs> How do you think I got this rich, huh? <laughs> By saving where I can. I'm actually okay. I, I've actually run out of money years ago. I've been living off loans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me. I would say, uh, give me engineering to see if you can see if this is like, you know, see if you can make like sense of this in a mechanical way. Yeah. All right, that is a twenty-six. Twenty-six. It doesn't have seem to have any visible power cables or couplings or anything. This thing, as you get round to the back, maybe looking where a you know plugs or hoses or anything would logically be, mm. it's as if it's a part of the wall and it's smooth yeah. and just comes okay. out. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so it's the even ship is powering yeah. the. Oh it's my like, god! <laughs> it's just like connected into the environment around it. It's like full. Wow. This is a, like full on biomechanical sort of. Yeah. Like meat place. That makes it's sense. Like, it's a living. It's a living, <laughs> living. creature. The sh- the ship yeah. is a living. Is an alive being. Oh, is it sentient? Is the real question. Like one of the things I want to find out, Tom, and I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I kind of want to find out whether either the liquid that the people things are floating in or the ship itself are susceptible to any sort of poison or anything like that. Like I want to use my chem chem analyzer and Mm. kind of all the sensors and shit that I've got to (laughs) try to work out if there's any... sneezing. (laughs) Yeah. Anything I could synthesize or create or any gas that um, we could flood the place with that might... uh, Let's not start the gas thing again. Maybe that mushroom goop. (laughs) You remember that plant that you got? (laughs) We'll, We'll make the meat ship drowsy. For 1d4 <laughs> rounds. Yeah. <laughs> and crash it into a star or something. You could uh, take a sample of the ship if you want to and actually analyze it instead of just lick it. I want to. <laughs> okay. It makes he's a got, lot more sense. I may lick it at tongue. the same time. but mm. All right, so you take a little, little scraping and uh, start analyzing it. So, again, I'm going to ask for life science. Uh, well, I mean, you can probably just use your... Is yeah. your cam analyzer the same as your micro lab? Just looking. So, like, it gets the auto 20. Grants a plus four circumstance bonus. 
Well, that's circumstantial. No. <laughs> I think I need to roll here. I think I, I think I just take a plus four. Okay. So yeah, you've got what, like a plus seventeen on this roll. Plus nineteen. Jesus plus nineteen Christ. on the roll. <laughs> Eighteen plus nineteen. So thirty-seven. Seven. Wow. Okay. As you're analyzing, you're getting multiple hits on this. Mm. It's as if. Oh. There was like a blended up sludge yes. of multiple creatures. <laughs> it's every oh my god. You're sensing all of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that flags in your system there is that there's actually uh, some capaxi in there. Your your computer does actually oh recognize my that. God. It's everything. It's all of these places that they sent all these it's things all the, to. Yeah. They mm. took all these samples and I and I bet like all of the workers from the estate are mixed in with the, with his ship as well. Oh no! Sacrificed. He realised just before he left it, he wanted like an extra ensuite, so he's like, "All right, all you workers, that's it. Into the, everyone into in the vat, everyone, everyone yeah. in the vat, melt them Hey guys, down. your bonus is inside. Just jump in there. <laughs> We're gonna go for a company swim. <laughs> yeah. What's that yeah. sign on the side? Beach I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is fucking dark. <laughs> and you wanted to also check this liquid. Is the ship, just before we move off the ship, is it, it, it like, I get that there's all these different kind of DNA and biomass or whatever in it, but are, are they? Yeah. is it actually living? Like, is it fed by blood vessels and it needs oxygen and it needs these things? Or is it just literally using the biomass as like a structure like as it moves the outside atrophy dies and atrophies away because it's in the vacuum of space and it's just replaced by the grown part underneath yeah that's hideous (laughs) you you can't really get that from this and i mean like it's just you know one short exposure of it maybe if you wanted to do like a longer term thing it might take a little while and you could do it but even just glancing where you scraped away some of this material you can see I mean, you might describe it as blood. Yeah. But as you scrape this away, it is slightly... There looks to be some kind of fluid that has appeared there. It's quite viscous. Mm. It's not like ble- like a wound yeah. or yeah. something. But like maybe it's it's almost like it's weeping. Yeah. yeah. It's like a like weeping soul. Like a, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really gross. Yeah. And then so can I run the same? It's definitely juicy. It's very juicy. It's so juicy. Juicy. <laughs> I'll run the same test on the liquid inside the vat if I can, if I can get to it. Yeah, in the pod. Yeah. So I mean, as you you know looked at it before, you can see that it does have this, um, like a skin on it Ugh. that is containing it. So you could access it if you were if you like poked in. Mm. It's like a membrane. What do you think, boys? Is that what you're saying? It's do a we, membrane? We, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's do like, a th- it's like yeah. the stuff in the Matrix. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean it's, you've got syringes, right? Like, just poke a yeah. syringe and see what's going on inside. Twist cool. it around. <laughs> Come Who on, thinks ben, this is a bad idea? Uh, yeah, ben, it's not ben's, great. Ben's saying this is a bad idea. It's not a good idea. <laughs> no? Maybe we'll all walk down the hallway to the other end. Yeah, okay. All right, so I pull out my sharpest syringe and I... I take a little sample uh, using my syringe. <laughs> Bob, it's one of the barbed yeah. ones. <laughs> one of the barbed. Oh shit! He tears it open. <laughs> All this goop just splashes out onto my yeah. feet. And they're just like yep. monsters start coming out of it. Yeah, you poke it in and you draw out a sample. And as you're doing it, it it's actually really like you you encounter some resistance so poking it in, thick. and eventually yeah. it like goes in and just Gross. and it like flicks in almost and it kind of like slaps back a little bit (laughs) and you see like some of this liquid inside is (laughs) like it it, like it's gone right down to the head of the syringe at the base of the needle and you see some of the liquid is starting to pull around it as you know it's quite a a, like a vicious snap back yeah and you know you start pulling the syringe but like this stuff is pretty thick so like you really have to (laughs) like like, work at it to get some of this stuff out (laughs) Gross. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an old syrup slushy, <laughs> thick straw, squishy. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, then, uh, and then immediately you, you manage... Sawbones gets sucked in. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Save me! Yeah, you managed to get some of it out. Cool. Well, then I take it. I put it into my cam analyzer and uh, mm-hmm. take a take a reading. Yeah, you you yeah. run the 
centrifuge, the mini centrifuge you've got in your wrist. He just spins it around. (laughs) Oh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? It's like on a watch. (laughs) Yeah. That's sick. Oh, I think it's like like the the Batman's belt, like like something that pops out. Yeah, it's like a mini computer fan. You just like put the (laughs) put the little vial in there. Yeah, that would be very cool. It's kind of it's there. Yep, hundred (laughs) percent. You check out this liquid, and it's uh, the closest thing that your computer figures for this is like what would be present in the womb of a mammal. Yeah. Yep. As something is growing. Yeah. Embryonic fluid. Mm. Yeah. Is there any way to stop them from growing? To just unplug them? I mean, surely, like, everything you're getting is that these are growing things. Yeah, but it's like a biological thing or a magical thing, right? It's not like you can key into a a data pad and be like, stop, process. No, but you can, like, like, inject something, like, large concentrations of magnesium or something and just... We've, there's like thousands of these things in this warehouse, and there's another, there's a, two other warehouses with fucking probably more of these things in it. Like, yeah, it seems to me yeah. like there are two reasons to have vats of grown individuals: army or food. You know what I mean? Army for undead, creepy weirdos that it's gonna be annoying, or <laughs> mosquitoes gotta feed, right? Mosquitoes got a gestate. There was that vision everybody had where Caldera and let them feed off of him and stuff. Uh, so, I don't know. Either or, oh, I, f- I feel yeah. like we should be moving f- yeah. or figuring this out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, are, are we? I, I don't think we're going to stop this room no. full of them. Like, as, as right? super interesting as this has all been, like, the, the, we've got to keep, yeah, we've got to keep moving. Engine room. It's a, like this is a crazy ship as well, because like if anyone were to do life scans on it, they would just get crazy amounts of biological readings, mm. and anything that's undead on here wouldn't show up anyway. So yeah. it's like, it's the perfect ship. <laughs> okay, so you wanted to move on forward. Yep. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's yeah. move on. We try to okay. be like, and the things in there don't seem to be conscious at all, right? Like we're not going to walk past one, and they're going to like, like. Jump out. <laughs> Jump scare us up on the up on the dome, up on the membrane. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> they are totally gonna get us. <laughs> you continue forward? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Come on, sawbones, we've got to keep going. Let's go. Make your way forward along these rows and you get towards the end and you can see that the, the pods stop and then it opens up. There's a a large almost like a like not doorways, more like passageways that lead off to the left. Yeah, like corridors that just go off. Yeah, yeah. to the left and to the right, and then uh, at the front there's a kind of larger area as well. And you can see at the end of that there are um, like a set of very large doors. You make your way and you're apo- approaching the junction. Okay, so looking at the schematics. The the corridors, can we get do we get an idea of where they would lead off to? Yeah, so the these ones they on the schematics they looked like they led to more of these. Oh uh, yeah, pods, the chambers. Yeah, okay. The pod storage. Oh yeah, because yeah, there's one on the left. Yeah, so they kind of go off to the left or right, and then there's the big set of doors in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then beyond that, there was like it was labeled as it was just yeah just labeled as as, as pods. Keep so keep on keep it on towards. Yeah, towards uh, engineering. Yeah, as you walk through past this uh, this intersection, you hear a voice. Shit. You shouldn't be here. And as you turn, you see off to the right-hand side, almost mid-step, as if walking towards where you guys were. were. You can see there is this ghastly looking ancient undead thing kind of (laughs) hanging over hunched wearing this torn up lab coat with goggles on its head like human looking like maybe once was yeah maybe maybe once was a human Mm. it's like a ghoul or some shit as you turn to see just 
He gives this smile and half of the teeth are missing. The other half are rotten and nasty. Ah. And everybody roll for initiative. No way. But we're going to leave our episode there. Star Raiders is an Arcane Focus Network production. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You'd be amazed how much it helps us spread the word. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com.